gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Hey gorgeous, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about the void. We love talking about the void on this podcast and we're going to continue talking about the void on this podcast because the void never ends. (laughs) We're always meeting the void again and again and again from different places. So we're going to keep this conversation going. I think this conversation is one of the most important parts of the energetic conversation, if not the most important part of the energetic conversation, because the void is the spot of the in-between. It's the spot where you've jumped or you've stepped forward in some way towards something, but it hasn't fully landed yet, or it hasn't necessarily arrived yet, or you're in a waiting zone where you're waiting for something to determine what the next course of action is for you. It's it's the like <laughs> space that we hate and we love at the same time, okay? The void is where we spend the majority of our life. We're always in a void between one thing and, and the next. Even when we think we've figured something out, it reveals to us a new depth that becomes a new void. The void is our natural state of being. So Control, intentionality, and mastery when it comes to the void itself are going to be what changes the entire game. Here's the thing. Most of us, when we are in a void, depending on the level at which we're feeling, the heaviness of the void, this itself is normally what throws us out of the game. It's not even the thing that we want or we don't want for what's coming in the future. It's not even that. It's The way that we are with ourselves in the void that throws us out of the game far faster than the thing itself. And what do we do when we throw ourselves out of the game? This is where that kind of self-sabotage comes in. Or rather, where we turn to the things that help us dissociate because we don't know how to hold the feeling of uncertainty in our body. So this is where we turn towards our unhealthy habits or our habits where we know they aren't actually serving us. But above all, it's the time where we leave our body. We go fully into the head. And when we're in this head space, we're like clinging for anything that we can reach to to try to figure out how to help us out of this situation. Okay, so we leave, in other words, that which keeps us rooted because for our safety, and this rocks the root chakra a lot of the time, we feel like we have to cling or grab for anything that we can find that's going to make us feel secure. Even if it's not necessarily in alignment, in the void is where this turns on. Sometimes we leave the things that we know keep us grounded 
because we feel like we don't have time for them because we have to figure this out right now. And so we're going to reach and grab and do whatever we need to do to figure out how to make this work. I would say that one of the most frustrating things about this is that though that is our natural response and reaction, it is like the very thing that we want to try to not do. <laughs> okay, so I want to give us a couple analogies for whatever void it is that you're navigating right now, big or small, Maybe there's multiple, maybe there's one that's just overwhelming your heart. Maybe there's one that you've been sitting in for so long, it's just your natural state. You don't even really know life without it at this point. So I want to give us a couple analogies to just kind of like look at this and to just really look at what these times can serve for us. So the first one is picture you driving down the highway, you're in your car and as they do come up on highways frequently, there is a tunnel, okay? We're even gonna imagine that it's nighttime because nighttime is where a tunnel is like, I don't know about you guys, I'm fine in them, but they also kind of freak me out, especially if you're in a big city. I remember visiting my dad in the summers in Boston and like the tunnels through Boston at night, it's like, oh my God, like there's like the all these lights lined in there and it feels like you're in this racetrack, but then it feels like they're never ending, they're so long. So that's kind of where I'm going with this analogy. For someone who's driving on the open road, they can see where they're going. They can see their surroundings. They can see what's around them. They know how far things are away from them. They have their spatial awareness. Like, they're grounded, right? This is us in everyday, most of the time life, when we feel like we're in control. Though we never actually are. That's the beauty. But when we feel like we're in control is when we feel like we're driving down the freeway then inevitably a tunnel comes up and inside this tunnel there's a few things that you're you could experience the first one probably being like oh wait whoa this feels a little bit uncomfortable i've lost my sight which means i've lost my grounding not only have i lost my sight and i can't see my surroundings but i'm also feeling a little bit claustrophobic and i'm dropping into fear because i don't know how long this tunnel is and I have to maintain the same speed in here the lanes feel a lot closer together there's other cars going really fast in here what if one car goes the wrong way and like can you imagine what a crash in here would look like you could just drop into all of these narratives inside of the tunnel and the truth is is that to to your core you know well there the tunnel isn't gonna last forever we're just in here and if I want to get to where I'm going I have to go through this tunnel and if I slow down or I stop or I freak out in here I am gonna cause a car crash so what do we do you just keep driving and maybe there's a couple moments like I remember as a kid this literally would happen to me there was a couple moments where I'd be like <gasps> like I get a little bit scared you know and then some people go crazy in there and they honk and it's like ah. And I would have to just take a couple deep breaths and be like, okay, this is okay. And then you see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, okay, there it is. Or maybe like the people who hold their breath in the tunnels, making a game out of it. So relate this to the void you're in right now. 
You're just in a tunnel. Just because you can't see your surroundings doesn't mean they are they aren't all still there. What you're being asked to do in this moment is to trust, to stay on track, to not slow down, to certainly not stop, to not lose your faith in the fact that you're getting to where you want to go and that there's going to be an end to this tunnel and to not lose your mind and take yourself out of holding your focus as you're navigating in the tunnel, aka the void. Okay, another analogy. Picture a big wave surfer. I don't know if you guys have ever really watched surfing before. It's something that in the last few years of living in Hawaii, I've grown to absolutely love. I love watching surf. And there's these huge waves oftentimes that will, as we know, barrel. And it's so interesting to watch the guys who surf the barrels because what actually happens is I mean, some barrels are clean and they can see all the way through, but what happens more often than not, depending on the size of the wave, is that when they're in the barrel, the barrel actually moves so quickly that it blocks off their line of sight and all this mist is coming in and the wave might even close off in front of them as they're still in the wave. And so as you're observing and as you're watching these surfers go through this, they get lost in the wave. The barrel's still going, but they've disappeared. And the test is like, okay, are they gonna get? Are they gonna spit out of this at the very end? Are you gonna see the little board emerge and break free from the wave at the end, or did the barrel take them out? And I love when I watch, and it's like they disappear for sometimes like ten seconds, and then you just see this like they like spit out at the very end and then they like jump off and it's like oh my god so can you imagine what they're going through this might feel a little bit more like what it actually feels like in our body to be on a big wave okay you've got it something exciting is happening in your life you've taken a big move you made a big decision or you've 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 really made a commitment to yourself right so you feel that momentum of the big wave where you're like yes let's do this but then it hasn't landed yet and you realize that actually the void navigating the void of the unfolding of this process is the thing itself so you're in it and you're like okay so we are like on this wave we've made this decision but now i can't even see the end of the wave like whoa then your body goes into freak out what if I fall? What if the wave takes me over? What if I drown? How big is this wave? How long is this wave? What if there's an unknown rock ahead that I can't see? What if, oh my God, all the people on the sidelines, like what if they're, what are they going to think if I don't make this wave? Like whatever it is. And what do they do? They trust. They enjoy it. They learn through the process of the first time they got on a surfboard to this moment right now, that actually inside that barrel is the most beautiful thing. It's why they do it. It's what they live for when it comes to surfing. And so you'll watch these like GoPro videos of the GoPros attached to the boards. Like it gets completely blocked off. Sometimes like so dark. And they just kneel down, sometimes even put their hand on the front of the board. And they're just like cruising, full trust. And then they get spit out and they're like, oh, that was awesome. So this, 
This is what we're going for. It's the knowing and the surrender to the fact that the voids are inevitable. We're always going to be in a void. Being in a void is a natural state. Being in the void is a hidden key. Being in the void is a incredibly potent time. So what do we do when we're in the void? Instead of reaching for the things that help us dissociate so that we don't have to feel what feels uncomfortable within a void, aka jumping off the board or stopping on the highway and causing a wreck, instead, what do we do? When you feel like you've jumped but you have a blindfold on and your natural reaction is to just wail your arms around and cling for any type of wall that you can to climb up on because you don't know if there's going to be a soft landing. Instead, what do we do? Energetically, what do we do? You control what you can and you trust the rest. You control what you can and you trust the rest. What I mean by this, root to rise, baby. You stay rooted in what you do have control over. And you allow the majority of your energy to get funneled into the power and the comfort you feel by what you can control so that when the uncertainty comes into your mind, you're strong enough to hold it. And you trust unshakably that whatever comes is for you. So what do I mean by this? We stay rooted in our practices. We stay rooted in the habits that keep us in alignment with what we want. We stay rooted while we take risks. This is where intentionality and the way that you start each day, the way that you end each day, the way that you create time for yourself, whatever that looks like, to stay grounded, whatever it is that grounds you. Maybe it's going to yoga. Maybe it's meditating. Maybe it's a tea ceremony. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's getting coffee with a friend. Maybe it's what, like whatever it is that grounds you. Maybe it's making art. Maybe it's listening to podcasts. Like It doesn't have to look like anything other than the things that you know that if you create time for and you stay disciplined at, keep you rooted. This is the thing. We are done leaving our roots when we feel like the blindfold has been put on because we aren't sure if the tunnel's going to end or if we're going to make it through the wave. We're done doing that. We know we are. We know we are. And when we know we are and we can stay rooted through that, then when the tunnel ends and when we reach the end of the wave, we are actually ready for what we're going to receive on the other side. And we didn't lose our steam. We didn't lose our momentum. We didn't lose any of our energetic buildup or dwindle anything that would have made us feel ready and prepared for what's coming because we held it through that. We knew it was coming. And even though we had our blindfolds on, 
Maybe we got a little freaked out a couple times. That's fine, but we still stayed rooted. When we stay rooted, we can rise so much faster. The more and more we can learn to do this, the bigger and bigger the risks are that we can take, aka the the bigger the steps are that we can take outside of our comfort zone, which is where all the magic we seek lives. But if we don't trust ourselves in the void, we're only ever willing to take a step towards what we want, only as big as what we feel like we can lose. And so for a lot of us, that keeps us in the comfort zone because Okay, like we'll take a little step, but we don't really trust ourselves to like hold that step so much. So we'll take a step knowing that we might get ungrounded in the process. So we're just going to take a little step because if we can't do it, then we'll just be right here. This is where so many of us live. And this is why so many of us loop or stop go or wonder why we want the thing and we've been wanting the thing for forever, but the thing never comes. It's because the underlying energetic narrative that you're emitting out into the universe to be reflected back at you is I'm not, I don't trust myself to hold what happens when I move. So it's almost like I'll move a little bit, but then I'll dissociate and come back to right where I am. But we're, we're over this. We're done with this. We can start to take baby steps that turn into strides, that turn into skips, that turn into jumps, that turn into leaps outside of our comfort zone every day because once we start to do this without leaving what roots us and grounds us, once we start to do this, we create a new comfort zone. And the comfort zone is no longer what your reality is reflecting back to you in this state right now as uncomfortable or comfortable as it is. Your new comfort zone becomes an internal space. It becomes an internal knowing that no matter what, you got yourself. It becomes an internal knowing that the majority of your energy goes into what you can control. And what you can control are the things that keep you rooted. What keeps you rooted are the things that keep you healthy, that keep you organized, that keep you vibrant, that keep you in your heart space, that keep you in the trust of knowing that whatever's coming, you can hold, you can handle. And when our comfort zone is this internal space that we're tapping into day after day, week after week with intention, and consistency, not perfection, we begin to compound how much we trust ourselves. And when you fully are in a place where you trust yourself, you can take a jump in any direction because you know you got it. You can speed through the tunnels. You can enjoy the barrel wave because you've got it. And when you know you've got it, you can enjoy it because you trust in what's coming. You trust in the rest. Control 
what you can, trust in the rest. That mantra right there, if you can lock that in as a daily mantra to tap into that you are disciplined and committed to through the hard days and the good days, you will shock yourself at how much your reality can change in a matter of months. It's this. We have to trust ourselves with who we are when we move. And we do that by not leaking our energy out and dissociating. We do that by redefining what our comfort zone means and controlling what we can, pouring our energy into what keeps us rooted so that we can open up over and over and over again and expand our energy. We can receive the reality that we seek. It's all available in every moment. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.